0: Thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord, everyone. It's certainly a great joy to be here and be part of this service, be with Pastor. Amen. I've sure enjoyed the good music and how good everything looks. You want to be seated? Go right ahead. Amen. The good music, everything, spirit of excellence everywhere, coming in from the parking lot. Everything's so nice. Everyone's so helpful. Good southern hospitality. Amen. And we sure appreciate it. We are happy to be here. Um, We are evacuating, running from the hurricane. It's really more like it. And uh, uh, my purpose behind it was, um, when I saw how bad things were going to get, we felt like we could survive the hurricane all right because we were up the top part of Florida around Orlando area. I was just worried about afterwards. When the electricity was out and the roads were messed up getting out, and I've got quite a schedule over the next few weeks. So I thought rather than get trapped there, I'd get on out of out of Florida and get to some place where I could get to an airport because the Florida airport's shut down. So we're glad to be here. Looks like the Lord just worked it all out, and we are just thrilled to be a part of what the Lord is doing. Your good worship. Amen. I can feel sincerity and faith, people that love the Lord here, and what an opportunity you have. For the Lord to bless and grow and see the mighty hand of God work on your behalf. And uh, what a great day it is. And uh, building churches, planning churches, doing the work of the Lord. And getting in here and being a part of all that. That's what's exciting. Hey, Amen. You're not just attending, but you're building. You're a part. You're, you're not just a church goer. You're a church builder. Every single one of you say, well, I don't even know that much about church. Where you're going to learn as you build. Learn as you build. So, Pastor, thank you for inviting me, texting me. We were over in uh, uh, Little Rock area, and uh, we found a campground. We got the. It must have been the will of God, because we called yesterday a little KOA up here by Memphis, and had one single site left, and we said, we'll take it. And as a matter of fact, when we rolled in there last night, they were having to turn people away because uh, there was just no more spots, but we had one, and that's all we needed. And we thank the Lord for it. Um, good news for you, I have to be out of that spot pretty soon. They <laughs> could only give it to me for one night. Amen. But I'm not really a long-winded preacher anyhow. I talk a long time. I don't preach a long time. Amen. Uh, the book of Job. I'm going to read one verse of Scripture to you uh, from the book of Job. Well, actually, it's one passage of three verses. You'll recognize if you know much about the Bible and Job and all his trials, you might recognize these words. In Job 23.8, Job 23.8, this is uh, Job sort of right in the middle, right in the heart of everything he was going through. Job said in 23.8, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. Backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hides himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. One of the very famous and popular statements of Job. I want to preach from that for a few minutes this morning on bleed through faith bleed through faith. Lord, we pray over this church. I pray over every person that's here today, all the people that will come in the future. I pray the prophet's prayer of blessing upon this house of God today. Lord, let this church find favor in your eyes, and Lord, let this ministry bring forth great fruit. We speak into the winds of the future, grow, car to get home, and then, of course, once all that happened, we had to go all the way back to Tupelo to pick the vehicle up and pay that big giant bill. and then we said, well, praise the Lord, our troubles are behind us, and then about that time, our van looks like now it's having transmission problems, and the transmission in that was going out, and in the middle of all this, we've gone on five mission trips and uh, raising money, and one place I said, look, I just can't raise no more money, I've done all I can do. They said, well, don't worry, we'll take care of your airfare, we'll we'll buy the airfare, just come over and preach for us, and so I did, and then come to find out they weren't able to come up with the airfare, Oh, we're very Sorry, we tried, so we're getting that paid off in monthly payments, hallelujah, and uh, thank the Lord, and now uh, we're in our motor home fleeing from the hurricane, and the slide-out motor is going out, and we can't get the slide-out to come in, and I've got my wife over there pushing it up while I'm pushing the button trying to work it in, and uh, just yesterday found out there's a water leak up underneath the sink, and I'm not much of a plumber, and I Tried to fix that, and I think I've made it worse. And the microwave doesn't work, and the um, air condition's on the blink because we were driving yesterday and had it on with the generator, and it would just kept going off, and it wouldn't stay on. And of course, we're here today running from a hurricane that is headed straight for our house. Got it good. <laughs> And I used to preachers come through here and just tell you what it's really all about. <laughs> it's just really what it's all about. And then in the middle of it, you have all these well-wishers just telling you everything's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not all okay. What it actually is is a full-blown mess. That's what I have going on over here in my life, just an absolute mess. And uh, so I, I have some faith and believe in God. I got to thinking about this and in the middle of all the things that have happened, you know, we, we the Lord let us break down in some good places and we got some good help and seemed like people took care of us. When I broke down in Tupelo, I was able to get with the Tupelo Children's Mansion and the Children's Mansion was able to send somebody to help me. When I broke down with the motorhome, I got off an exit where there was a campground just one half mile away. Amen. The air conditioner might be broke, but it's only 74 degrees outside. Hallelujah. Looks like the Lord just making a way. Amen man, to get through here, this this concept of bleed through. That's what I want to talk to you about, bleed through faith. Bleed through is kind of, what bleed through is is when something really doesn't belong, but it shows up in a place it doesn't belong, Like, like if you put an ink pen in your pocket and the ink is supposed to be inside the pen, but if it leaks and bleeds through You look down on your shirt, and you've got a bunch of ink all over your shirt. The ink is not supposed to be on the shirt. The ink is supposed to be in the pen. But it will bleed through. Um, Sometimes um, you try to keep your attitude right or keep your anger hidden, but uh, get in the wrong kind of conversation, and it can kind of bleed through. I've been married 32 years, and uh, once in a while, if we happen to get a little irritated with one another, you try to say all the right things, be so super nice. But, you know, your attitude can bleed through just in the tone, just in the way it's said. You know, uh, your heart can tell on you with your words and with your expressions. You can run, but you can't hide. Your heart will tell on you. Your facial expressions, your body language will tell on you. And a lot of times things just bleed through. You just sort of pick up the overtones of what's really on the inside. Well, Job's story is far worse than my story. We're aware of it and all that he went through, all his troubles and trials and problems and the boils that came out on his body. I was thinking about that this morning. I just, yet yeah, two days ago, got that big old giant fever blister showed up here on my lip. I've been trying to work it all morning so it wouldn't, I'll hold the microphone so y'all don't have to look at it, hallelujah. I thought, well, now this has started. Now I got fever blisters breaking out. Probably in the next couple of days, I'm going to have them on my forehead and in my ears and everywhere else man i said well it started all the stuff went bad now here it comes now the fever blisters boils job had boils on his whole body and loss of property loss of wealth even death in his family, such grief that he was going through. All Job went through boils on his body to the point that he couldn't even find a place to get comfortable. He couldn't even find a place to lie down. And this is all called Job's tribulation. It's called Job's heartache, his Job's trial, Job's trouble, Job's suffering, Job's difficulty, just lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. And most of us relate to Job because even if we don't have it quite as bad as Job have it, we have our job moments. We have those little seasons in life where it seems like nothing's really going right, something just bad happened we're going through either a sickness or get fired from the job or the car breaks down or the family's having trouble, and something starts happening, and, and it just gets hard to get motivated and, and, and we start relating to job because of the difficulty of life. The Bible said man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble and and we start looking at the troubles of life, they're inescapable and even for the righteous the troubles of life are inescapable. The rain falls on the just and the Unjust, alike things happen. You get flat tires, and we run out of money, and all kinds of issues, and and we go through this, and we we look to God for our help, and we look to Him for our strength, and and we realize that with the Lord, sometimes He calms the stormy seas of life, and sometimes He lets the storm rage, and He lets the wind blow, and He just calms you in the midst of the storm, and tells you everything is going to be all right. I've been in the middle of those situations where I was praying for God to make all this go away, make it all stop, and it didn't go away, and it didn't stop, but a peace came over my soul that said everything is going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And, and, and I've been preaching about 30 years and living for God about 32. And through all those years, I've learned one thing. If you want to get a feeling in your life that everything's going to be all right, you only get that when you come into a presence like this. You're not going to get that off the evening news. You're not going to get that from all the gainsayers and the people of woe in this world. You're going to have to get to the house of God and get somebody to sing a beautiful song like they were singing here this morning and making such beautiful music and get a pastor that's got some faith to stand up and say, hey, the Lord's going to be with you. The Lord's going to help you. You're not alone in this world. There's people that care, and there's a great big God in heaven that is watching out over you. I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. But it didn't come from me. It come from being in the presence of the Lord. When you get into an atmosphere in a church service... It said everything is going to work out. And, and, and So here's Job and all that he went through and all of his suffering and all of his problems and all that he lost and all of his sickness and all that was lo- he was losing in life. The Bible said he did not sin with his lips. He got frustrated. He even voiced that frustration in the Scripture, but he did never charge God foolishly. He never blamed God for what he was going through. He never got angry at God. He never cursed God. Other people were telling him, why don't you just curse God and die? But he never did. He maintained his faith and his integrity, and he gave us some quotes, the kind of quotes that you, you, you latch on to right in the midst of your personal storm. He gave us quotes like, like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. He said, there's something bigger than what I have or what I've lost. There's something greater than what's happening in my life. And that is the greatness of my mighty God that I serve. The Lord has given and the Lord has taken, but I say, blessed be the name of the Lord another great quote that Job gave us and it's the kind you latch on to right in the middle of your suffering he said though he slay me yet will I trust him I don't understand why he lets these things happen to me I don't understand why I go through these problems why do people treat me like they do why do they say the things they say why does God seem to allow these troubles in my life Job didn't have those answers either he couldn't answer those questions for his circumstance he just said I don't understand it but if he slays me though God himself slay me yet will I trust him God I trust him I believe him I've got faith in him Right in the middle of all that, he made another powerful statement. He said, I know my Redeemer liveth. And in the last day, those skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh, I will see. God, somehow Job was able in the middle of all he was going through. He maintained this faith. You look at all of these sentences about the Lord given and taken away, and though he slay me, I will trust him, and I know my Redeemer liveth. Those statements do not belong in the midst of a trial. They're out of context. It's bleed through. He's supposed to be having a nervous breakdown. He's supposed to be, you know, over at the emergency room shaking like a leaf. I need some medication, people. And here is Job going through all that he's going through, everything that is happening in his life, and his faith is just bleeding through. It just keeps coming out of him one sentence right after another. He's got this overwhelming sorrow. He's lost people in his family. He's got his friends that are not even encouraging him. They are accusing him. And somehow Job just keeps bleeding. He's bleeding. He's bleeding. But he's bleeding faith. He's bleeding faith in God. He's bleeding faith in in what the Lord's motives are for his life. I wish I was more like Job. I'm not as much like Job as I ought to be, pastor. I uh I uh, we were going through a bad situation. I got my um they sent me a certificate from our headquarters, 25 years in ministry. Got a beautiful certificate, 25 years of faithful ministry. I wanted to get my certificate out, pastor. And say, Lord, you see it doing down here I could use a little help the Lord was not impressed evidently with my 25 year certificate amen one time I actually did get a map out and lay it on the floor and put my finger right where I was and I said Lord I'm right here if you're having trouble finding me right see that right there that's where I'm at right here I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone he said Brother is I, I, I've been good talking to you but I gotta get off this phone I gotta go pray I said, would you tell the Lord I'm trying to get in touch with him? <laughs> Come on, has anybody ever felt like I, I'm just trying to be real with you today? Amen. I'm just trying to share you how life really is. I, I'm like, just tell the Lord when you talk to him, I am trying to get in touch with him. If he wouldn't mind returning my prayer. Sometimes this is what the real world is like. This is what it's like out here. And here's Job, and he kind of does reach a place in the middle of all this. He says, "He says I go forward, and he's not there. I try to do all the things I know I'm supposed to do, and it just seems like it's not working out. I cannot perceive him on the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot perceive him. He said, I go back. I'm even, you know, sometimes you just, okay, I'm on a backtrack. I'll just, I'll just go back to the last place I had a miracle. blessing. <laughs> I'll backtrack. Maybe I, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I've got off course. Maybe I'm backslid or something. I'll backtrack, but backtracking didn't work either. Not can't find him on the left. Can't find him on the right. Can't find him forward. Can't find him back. Going to prayer meeting, listening to music, uh, shaking my handkerchief, throwing money in the plate. I put the oil on my head. I'm trying everything I know to do and I just can't seem to touch him. And you read through that whole passage and it sounds like this hopeless, horrible, frustrating affair. Where's God in the midst of always going through? But if you look at it carefully, You will see the phrase right in the middle of all of his frustration. I go forward. He's not there on the left hand. I don't perceive in the right hand. But right in the middle of that, he says, on the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot perceive him. You know what happened to Job right there? Job is in the middle of a full-blown complaint. He is at the complaint department of heaven. He is upset about it all. He's frustrated with the way everything works. Nothing is working the way it's supposed to. He says nothing is working out, and he's trying to make a complaint. And in the middle of his frustration, he slips up and says on the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot perceive him. It's like, what are you talking about, Job? I thought everything was a disaster. I thought it was all trial. I thought it was all a mess. In the middle of your trying to complain, you just made a statement of faith. He's at work on the left hand. He says, I admit I can't see it, but my faith just knows. You know what I noticed about Job when I was reading this? This man is trying to have a full-blown meltdown, and right in the middle of trying to just fall completely apart, he accidentally slips up, and some faith just comes bleeding through. I can't see him, but I know he's working. I can't see it, but I know God is working on my side. I don't know how he's doing it, but I know the Lord is up to something good. I'm watching this, and I thought, man, I've done that just like that. And, you know, you know, here's the truth of the matter. Just because you don't see something doesn't mean it isn't there. How many times you pulled out in front of a car just because you didn't see it while they're laying on the horn and waving at you and all that business? <laughs> You're realizing I didn't see them, but that doesn't mean they weren't there. There can be a lot of things there you don't see. And I've come to prophesy to somebody today and tell you, you may have gone forward and not seen him. You may have gone back and not. That's all Job said. I can't see him. I can't perceive him. I know he's there. But let, let me tell you today, God is there. He's there. He's watching over you. He's watching over your life. He's ordering things to your good. All things work together for good to them that are the called according to his purpose. I don't see the blessing, but I know the blessing is there. I don't see the miracle, but I know the miracle is there. I'm bleeding, but I'm bleeding my faith in my God. Woo. I'm telling you, God's at work on the night shift. God's at work in the invisible world. Trust in the unseen hand of God. Trust in the unseen work of the Lord maybe I'll just pause right here and prophesy to pastor because I feel his faith I'm telling you God's doing more than you see God's doing more than you can measure God's doing more than you can put in a bank account God's doing more than you can write down on a growth chart God's doing more than you can document uh, there's something happening here in the spirit world uh, you can't measure it you can't document it you can't analyze it but you can feel it you can feel it. do you feel in this room what I feel? I feel the brush of angels' wings. I feel the kiss of heaven. I feel the anointing that destroys bondages and yokes. I feel the goodness of the Lord. You can't measure that. Can't even see it, but we can feel it. Somebody say amen. Somebody say hallelujah. You know, I got to thinking about all this in the middle of all the stuff I've been going through. and You know, here, here, here's, here's real. I'm going to be back and forth between you know, the, the struggle and the reality of life and the blessing of God that we can find in the middle of it, but, but trials can steal your joy. I mean, you'll be going along, you're happy, God's good, blessing you, you know. Maybe you got a promotion or a little extra money or a breakthrough or God opened a door or got a better job. Something happened, you know, to help you. Somebody in your family was reconciled, a relationship worked out. Somebody got saved. You know, something good happened. You're feeling good. Life's good. God's with me. You're, you're singing the songs, you know. Chuck Berry, I feel good. Got it all going on, coming to church, doing the twirly bird and the funky chicken. Amen. And then right in the middle, some trial hit, and it's just like you look like one of them balloons that somebody just let go, and all the air just going out, and you're just... Trials can steal your joy. but I got to thinking about that. If a trial can steal your joy, why can't your joy steal your trial if a trial can get into my joy Amen, and bring it to a trial. Why can't I get some joy in my trial and turn my trial against itself? I come to say today, I'm gonna bring the joy of the Lord into my valley, into my tribulation, into my situation. Take some joy home to your house. Take some joy home to your situation. Walk through your door this afternoon and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice. Walk in, open your door. So I speak the joy of the Lord into this house. I've come to speak hope into this house. Now I don't know what I don't know how crazy y'all are here. I'll tell you how crazy me and my wife are that hurricane was coming. And for the first couple of days I was preparing for the hurricane. Then I decided I better get out of Dodge so I can keep my preacher schedule going. And uh but when we was preparing for the hurricane, we was, I'm getting water together and filling up water jugs and getting all kinds of batteries charged up and got my little solar cranked up lighter ladder, ladders uh Lights, cranked up lights. I got my cranked up lights going and I'm cranking them all up and I'm getting everything going. And and my wife's getting prayer cloths. And she's putting prayer cloths by all the windows. And she's put a prayer cloth out in the tree, out in our front yard. She got a prayer cloth hanging out there. And I got the feeling we ought to pray with our neighbors. So our neighbor, I called them to come over to the house. I said, Y'all are staying. I want us to pray with you. And we got to praying. And I said, Now if you notice this Calls hanging out in the tree. That's a prayer cloth my wife put in the tree out there. So when the wind gets to blow and the back of it's flying by your house you'll know what it is. That's the anointing of the Lord. Amen. Sometimes you just got to have a faith that says, you know what? Let the wind blow. Let the rain fall. Let, let the wind come. I have a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to bring some joy. I'm going to bring some faith. I'm going to bring some hope right in the middle of this circumstance. I was I should have never done this. I keep my business off of Twitter and Facebook, you know. I just put kind of basic stuff out there, but I got a little discouraged, and so I decided to try to get me a little sympathy, you know, on Facebook and Twitter. And I put a little deal out on Twitter. I got thousands of people following, see what's going on. So so I put out there on Twitter, you know, Kleindon's family going through a struggle. Keep us in your prayers. You know, thought I'd keep it basic, but just, you know, maybe somebody will feel sorry for us. And I got a response back from this lady. I'll tell you a funny story about this in a minute. Said, so sorry to hear about your troubles. Keep us informed. Your stories always have the best endings. And I'm like, don't encourage me. I want some sympathy here. I wouldn't want somebody to give me a good word. I want somebody I feel bad for you. Oh, let me call you and pray over you right now. She's encouraging me. And I'm like, Lord, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep us informed. Your stories always have the best endings. I didn't want to be encouraged. I'm trying to have a well-deserved meltdown here. Please let me just melt down. You're going to be all right. And I got to complaining to the Lord about it. What's wrong with your people, God? Can't they see where I am? And when I finally settled down, the Lord said, well, you know, my word teaches you, you reap what you sow. Aren't you the ones that been going around the country telling everybody in every church about all their problems and trials? The Lord is with you. He's going to help you. Don't be discouraged. God's going to bring you out. You know, the mountain's not too high. The valley's not too deep. The wind is not too strong. The storm is not too great. God's got an answer. He's going to make a way where there is no way. We're in this thing to win this thing. Everything's going to be all right. God, is. if God be with us, who can be again? I said, Lord, I didn't even know you was paying attention to my preaching down here. <laughs> He said, you've been showing faith. You've been showing hope. Now you're going to reap faith. You're going to reap some hope. The funny thing about that story is I was telling that story in a church here a while back, and the sister that did that text was in the congregation. I didn't know who she was. She came up. She said, that was me, Pastor. I said, well, I appreciate you trying to encourage me. I just wasn't in the mood that day, but I needed it anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. I was trying to have a meltdown, and there was too much. I had sown too much good. I had sown too much faith, and I started realizing right in the middle of my meltdown, my anointing was getting in the way of my affliction. My blessings were interrupting my blues. The victory was becoming greater, invading my valley. Come on, I'm telling you, you know, you can build up some steam living for God. You can, you can get some favor at your back. You can, you can sow so much till pretty soon the miracles just get in the way of your misfortunes. My strength was interfering with my sickness. My purpose was overriding my pain. All this stuff was happening, and it was trying to take hold. But I had been preaching too much and praying too much and believing too much and sowing too much and worshiping too much until when this trial come along, it was just getting flooded away by all the blessings of the Lord. I have been bleeding, but I'm bleeding faith today. I've been building up my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I love you. I know this is an unorthodox kind of message. It's kind of coming from an odd angle. But I'm going to tell you, you're stronger than you think you are. You've got more faith than you think you have. You're going to do better than you think you're going to do. God really is on your side. And if God is with you, who can be against you? we preach a lot about the anointing and we preach about being blessed and we preach about God's favor but you get in the middle of these situations you'll find out his favor is greater than your fear and your miracle is bigger than your misfortune and all this stuff tries to come but the Bible said when the enemy comes in like the flood the spirit of the Lord will raise up the standard against it all this stuff was trying to get in my brain it was all trying to get in my heart it was all trying to make me feel helpless and like a failure and make me feel like nothing good was going to happen but it was too late. I've gone to church too many times. I've been to the altar too many times. I've lifted my hands and prayed too many times. I've been worshiping God in too many songs. I've been hearing too many sermons. I had a reservoir built up that when all of that stuff started coming, it was like a well of living water springing up from inside the soul and it just started, faith started attacking everything in every direction That's why you want to come to church every week. That's why you want to come in here and let the preacher get you fired up about life. You build up your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. Come down here and pray even when you don't think you have a problem. Build up your reservoir. Store up and stock up so when the wind starts blowing and the rain starts falling you're going to be like Job. You say, I know I ought to be having a meltdown. I know I ought to be having a nervous breakdown. I know I ought to be throwing a fit. I know I really ought to be falling apart but I just can't I've got too much faith in God. I have too much confidence. I've got a foundation. Everything else is shaking, but I feel solid. I feel fine. I feel like God is with me. I'm telling you, my friends, a thousand can fall on your left hand and 10,000 on your right. But when you've been talking to the Lord in prayer and you've been worshiping God and you've been faithful to the house, you're going to find out you had a strength you didn't know you had. I think we ought to clap our hands to the Lord right here. you would be right in the middle of a mess saying, you know, life's not fair, but God is good. <laughs> and God is good all the time. I've heard this for years and it all just sound like good preaching material until you're going through some things. Habakkuk 317, though the fig tree does not blossom, there's no fruit on the vines and though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food and the flock is cut off from the fold and there's no herd in the stalls. I mean, it's just bad, 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 bad. Verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Amen. If everything falls down around me, yet I'm gonna rejoice in the Lord because he's the God of my salvation. Yet I will rejoice. Yet I, yet I will rejoice. You know, you just have to be a Yeti warrior. Just have to be a Yeti. I'm a Yeti. It's going bad. Yet I will rejoice. I'm a Yeti. I'm a yet I will rejoice. So the transmission went out, yet I will rejoice. So the fuel injectors went out, yet I will rejoice. Though there's some bills to pay every month, yet I will rejoice. Next time you got all the trust, just in the middle, but I'm a yet I. I'm a yet I warrior. I've got faith. I'm gonna trust God anyhow. I'm gonna look at it and say, I believe the Lord. Though a thousand fall on my left hand and 10,000 on my right, I've got my mind made up. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh but blessed be the name of the Lord I'm not going to lose my faith in God your praise does not always have to be in the context of your circumstances now I believe when you get a blessing you ought to praise God for it I mean you know something good happens you ought to give God the glory but I think sometimes we can praise God Not for our circumstances, but in spite of them. You know, you got to have like a, I'm going to praise God anyhow kind of attitude. A hallelujah anyhow. You say, well, this, 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 hallelujah anyhow. sometimes you just have to have it, it doesn't matter, I'm not praising God about all that I'm praising God because even though I can't see him, I know he's working I don't see him, I can't perceive him, I can't figure it out, but on the left hand where he doth work I'm bleeding through here, I know God is up to something I don't know what it is, I don't know how to explain it, I don't know how to describe it, I don't know how to put my finger on it, I've just got this faith that's bleeding through into my life, that's God is gonna work it out. I don't, I wonder who I'm preaching to here today. And, and you're going through a situation, going through something in your life. Maybe you've, maybe you've lost something. You know, the Lord gives and the Lord takes. Maybe you lost something. I, uh, I've been preaching in some churches. I've, I've said this. Maybe you've lost somebody. I, I've seen people that have lost loved ones and respond to what I'm going to ask you right now. You've been going through something, but you just say, sitting right there, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, I, I I'm going through this. I'm, I'm hurting here. It's a, It's a problem here, but I'm going to praise God from here. I'm going to praise God from this valley. I'm going to praise God while I feel rejected. I'm going to feel praise God while I feel abandoned. I'm going to praise God while people are not treating me good, while they're being unfair, while things don't look like they're working out. I'm going to praise God from right in the middle of these contradictory circumstances uh, because I've got a faith uh, that's going to bleed through. I'm bleeding, but I'm I'm going to bleed faith. I'm going to bleed through into my circumstances. You know, sometimes people get people get they put in application and they don't get chosen for the job. You got to praise God anyhow sometimes they apply to colleges for grants to get some money or for school try to get a little help a little money they get turned down they're reading that oh we're so sorry but we can't help you at this time and that puts a little sword through the heart but you got to be able to lay that letter down of rejection and lift your hands and say I'm going to worship God right here as a matter of fact you got to hold that rejection letter right up to the Lord and say I love you anyhow I trust you anyhow I believe in God anyhow amen I'm trusting the Lord I don't understand but you're going to make a way evidently that's not the way but you're going to make a way I'm prophesying God will open a door God will make a way God will make a way somehow some way somewhere in the situation he's a way maker he's a problem solver he's a God that opens a door where there is no door doesn't matter what you're going through I've watched the Lord in every one of our circumstances, make ways out of nothing. Out of no way, he's made a way. I remember I remember one time we were taken off from our houses many years ago. We had an old clunker motor home in those days, and we always prayed over by the wheel. Before we left, we'd get the little family just by the steering wheel, and we'd pray, Lord, help us break down in a good place where we can get some help. Because we always knew we were going to break down. It broke down every trip. And we were driving down the highway the night before Thanksgiving. We were driving down the highway on 55, coming this direction, and it was about 10 o'clock at night. And a big, loud bang went, and evidently I lost some kind of belt, because then I didn't have any power steering, and I had no power brakes. I could steer, but it was hard, and the brakes were hard. Soon as it all happened, and it startled me, I looked up. There was a billboard. It was just a black and white billboard, just said nothing except "Emergency Truck Repair 1-800." I said, "Write this number down, quick." She wrote the number down and called it. The man said, well, obviously we're closed and everything, but to where are you at? Told him what exit we were at. He said, you're at my exit right now. He said, my house is just one mile down the road. He said, bring it on down to the house. I'll get you fixed up. I'm driving this motor home down to this guy's house thinking, now how in the world is this guy at his house going to fix my motor home here in the middle of the night? And so I went on down there. We pulled up in the driveway off to around the back of the house. In the back of the house, he had a big garage, bigger than this church building right here. And a big old garage door was going up as I was pulling in, and the fluorescent lights were getting brighter. When I pulled into that garage, it looked like I went to to belt heaven because from halfway up all the way around three walls was nothing but belts. And he said, what do you think the problem is? I I think I need a belt. He said, I probably have one. (laughs) He must have had a thousand of them. He got to measuring and doing stuff, got to looking, pulling belts, tried several. He finally got one on there, got everything back to normal, charged me $50. And I'm back on the road an hour later. What are the chances of something like that? I'm not telling you you're never going to have a problem. What I'm telling you is God can be right there with you and he'll be carving you out a way. So I'm going to make a way for you through this wilderness. I'm going to open a door for you in this situation. Woo! I'm going to tell you one last thing and then I'm going to let us come and pray. And I really believe we need to come and pray today. The beautiful story about Ezekiel. Ezekiel was taken captive as a young boy, like probably the age of these young ones here on the front. He was taken captive with his family, carried off to Babylon. And when they carried him off, king was so evil and vile, they killed all the man warriors, all the husbands and fathers, and stacked their bodies up on two sides and made a pathway between them, marched those women and children between them bodies, psychologically telling them, there's nobody to fight for you. You're never coming out of this bondage. You're alone and you're helpless. Ezekiel would have probably been a boy when he walked between those bodies of those dead soldiers, pastor. Years later, 30-something years in Babylonian bondage, the Bible said Ezekiel, here's what he said. I was by the rivers of Chabar. He said, I was among the captives. By the rivers of Chabar. When I had a vision. <laughs> he saw the valley of dry bones. And the Lord said. Can these bones live? Do you ever wonder about them valley of dry bones? What was so big about a valley of dry bones? You know who those bones were? Those were the bones of those husbands. And fathers that they walked between years ago. And God saying. Now they're just bones now boy. But do you think they can live? He said thou knowest. Prophesy to the wind. And as Ezekiel started speaking faith, as he started bleeding faith in his circumstances, bones started coming together. He said they stood up an exceeding great army. God was saying, don't you ever think there's nobody to fight for you. I'll fight for you. But the key to the circumstances was, Ezekiel, when he started his story, he said, I was among the captives by the rivers of Chabar. You know what he didn't say, Pastor? He didn't say, I was a captive. He said, I was among the captives. Now, the fact of the matter is, he was as much a captive as everybody else was. But he just never took the identity. He never claimed it. He said, I was among the captives by the rivers of Chabar. They've got my body in chains but they don't have my mind. They don't have my spirit. I do not have a captive mentality. I refuse to take a captive mentality in this world. I am among the captives but I am not a captive. I go to churches like this every single week of my life. I get around discouraged saints. I get around people who say they're praying but it's just not working. I get around people who don't believe in God at all I get around people who are mad at God upset at God, frustrated somebody hurt them, somebody wounded them I get around all the destruction of the things that can happen in this world but I've made up my mind I'll be among the captives but I am not a captive he whom the son has set free is free indeed they were so captive the Bible said they hang their harps on the willows it said we cannot sing the songs of the Lord in this strange land they couldn't even sing, Pastor. They couldn't have a worship service. They say, We can't sing in this situation. But Ezekiel's over there prophesying. They couldn't have worship service, but this man can prophesy. I'm telling you, uh, if you'll just start bleeding faith, I'm not saying you're not bleeding. I'm just saying let your faith in God bleed through. Let your trust in the Word of God bleed through. Uh, Let your trust say, you know what? Uh, It's a mountain to climb, but the Lord is on my side, giving me strength. Uh, It's a valley to go through, but yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You're with me. It's all right to bleed. It's all right to hurt just bleed faith and hurt some hope and trust in the Lord sister I've been watching you man you just praising God worshiping the Lord eyes full of tears I don't know what you're going through but I tell you what I have seen you've got more faith than you think you have It's not all loss. It's not all hopeless. All you need is faith, a grain of a mustard seed. It'll move this mountain right out of the way. People getting you down, but the Lord's lifting you up. Amen. The Lord's going to lift you up today. People get you down, but the Lord's lifting you up in the mighty name of Jesus. Woo! Your faith, your faith is stronger than any fear the enemy tries to put on you. You're trying to be strong for yourself and strong for others and sometimes you're afraid you're not going to make it but your faith is going to see you through. You're not going to fail. You're not going to be destroyed. Right now I speak the prophet's blessing over your life. I bless you. I bless your home. I bless your faith. I bless your future. The Lord will be your provider and your way maker. Ah, you're going to be strength for more than one. <laughs> Woo! I got a feeling in my soul. Everything is going to be alright anybody want to stand with me if you're going through a trial lift up your hands right where you are right there standing right there if you've got a little issue you're facing it may be big, it may be small it may be really hard or just a mild irritation but whatever circumstance you're in would you say Lord here I am here I am today Lord I've got a little faith I want some more faith I've got a little hope, but I want some more hope. I'm going to trust in you, Lord. I trust you, Lord, has given you strength right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I feel the strength of God flowing into your heart, into your spirit. You're going to be strong. You're going to stand. You're going to do what is right. You're going to do what is right. <laughs> Woo, good is going to overcome evil. It does every time. It does every time. It does every time. Spirit of the Lord is here There's an open area up here to come and pray I won't embarrass anybody All my prophecies are good prophecies But if you'd like to come close and lift your hands to the Lord They're going to play the song We're going to have a chance to soak in the presence of the Lord Why don't you come on up here with me Step on out Be like Ezekiel Drag your chains to this altar Pick up your chains Pick up your problems Pick up your difficulties drag it all right down here to the altar bring your bondages bring your chains, bring your addictions bring your issues, bring your troubles, bring your fears, bring them right to this altar this is where you get some hope this is where you get some faith come on in, I'll get around to pray for you in just a minute, Lord touch this young man right here let the mighty hedge of God be around his life Job was hedged in most of his life, it was just a little season that he had his problems I pray, Lord, hedge this life in. Hedge him. Protect him. Keep him. Let him see the goodness of the Lord, the good blessings of the Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray speaking in other tongues. Pray speaking in other tongues. Let the Holy Ghost flow up in you. Let the well spring up. Speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance. That's it. Pray in the Holy I Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's all you need. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. I, bow before the king I feel somebody else needs to come and pray. Somebody else needs to come and pray. Oh Lord, let the power spring up, anointing, anointing, break every yoke, anointing, break every bondage.
1: Those tears flow.
0: Those are the tears of healing. I'm bleeding. But I'm bleeding faith.
1: I'm hurting. But I'm hurting hope.
0: I'm struggling. But I'm struggling with my salvation. I will be
1: saved.
0: the prayer of blessing and help over them lord i pray the help so of the lord let faith rise up let anointing rise up lord on their behalf lord jesus be a voice of defense be the lion roaring on the You're
1: you know, you love love
0: I pray the prophet's God. blessing over your life. I, I pray the prophet's the strength over your I life. In the name King. of the Lord, bless these young ones. Oh, bless them in the no name of Jesus. Keep them, catch no them, protect them, ends. protect their minds, protect because their hearts, I protect their future. Your word is true. If you need prayer, come on down here. I'll lay my hand on you. I'll pray for you. Lord, you
1: never to leave Lord bless this young man here today. I pray.
0: So bless this his future, is what Lord. Lead him, guide him, Lord. Help him beat all the odds that are against him. Everything you, that might be against him, Lord, if Lord, you're with him, if I you're for him, he's going to be all right. I bless you. I bless your future. I bless you, your, Lord, your life. I bless I your future. I bless your life. I bless your future.
1: I bless you, young man. I bless you. May the Lord you protect you, keep me you. To War on your behalf.
0: In the name of Jesus you did
1: not create me to fear Oh God would
0: you need a prayer for healing in your body You need a prayer for healing in your life come on
1: So I believe it right Let's pray together
0: Let's pray for one another
1: My hands are raised because I surrender. I'm bleeding pain Your will is what's I am not a captive. I am not a captain. I am not a captain. I worship you because Lord, give him wisdom.
0: Let wisdom and patience be in his heart, be in his life. Feet. Lead him through one day at a time, no one step at a time. No more
1: complaining. One wise decision
0: after another. I I'd be glad to pray for you. Lord, bless you, you
1: brother.
0: Lord, never I bless to my brother here today. Let him be strong like a pillar only. in the church. So Help him build the foundation. And Lord, as he takes do, care of your house, Lord, take care of his house. As he does your work, you work on his behalf, Lord. I pray. You, You're gonna Lord, reap what you sow. You're gonna reap as you have sown. It's gonna be a good you, blessing. It's gonna be a good thing. Lord, your anointing is increasing. Your understanding and wisdom is increasing. Oh, you,
1: did not me to you did not create me to fear. I'm bleeding faith. I'm trusting in the Lord. I pray for
0: you bless
1: you. Lord, I
0: pray bless you. All the stress trouble and work and all the work that needs to be done. Give her supernatural anointing and strength. The anointing that makes it carves a tunnel of hope through a mountain of despair.
1: Lord, let her build. You're You're a builder.
0: The anointing to build is upon you. You're a builder. Go to work. Go building. You're going to build something that will protect you and your family and save you and help you. It's not in vain. The Lord says your labor is not in vain. He's coming with his reward in his hand. In the name of Jesus, it's not in vain. It's not for nothing. It's for the Lord. Uh, And he that sees it secret will reward you openly. That day's coming. Oh, let's worship the Lord together all over the house. Just praise him. From wherever you are, from whatever you're going through, just worship him. I'll praise you from this valley. I'll praise you from this darkness. Because Lord, you're with us. <laughs>